its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues. This station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I am your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. The 2012 London Olympic Games ended last night with the closing ceremonies, and before that aired, NBC revisited some of the most memorable moments of the Games. When you think of Gabby Douglas winning the gymnastics all-around title, or Michael Phelps becoming the most decorated Olympian in history, or a multitude of other very deserving winners, you can't think or you can't help but think about how competitive the Olympics really are. You have one shot every four years to win the gold medal in your event. It requires focus, self-discipline, and courage. It involves saying yes to certain things and saying no to a lot of things. Even qualifying for the Olympics is an achievement. Very few people reach that level of excellence in their field. So what does that mean to us? It means deciding right now, this very minute, to be world-class excellent in everything we do. If we are doing things in our lives or our careers that we don't particularly care about, it's time to find something new. Life is simply too short to waste on things that aren't worthy of the talents that we've been so graciously given. With all that in mind, I want to introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate or ask a question during today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that is 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Michelle Kaur. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Michelle Kaur is the CEO and creative director of Six Degrees Media Consulting Agency, president of Talk Stars Production Company, and host of the Michelle Kaur Six Degrees Radio Talk Show on KWSS 106.7 FM here in Phoenix, Arizona, and globally, globally on the Internet at voiceamerica.com. Michelle is the official media strategist and female radio personality for Bob Proctor's Matrix Expert Panel. She is passionate about working with individuals and businesses seeking visibility and awareness through broadcast and transmedia, she provides an authoritative voice to the community and beyond. Her background includes more than 16 years of ex- experience in radio, television, sales, marketing, and event production. She has worked for CBS, ESPN, TNT, Pac-10 Football, Fox Sports, The Golf Channel, and NBC's Unsolved Mysteries. She's respected as one of the most well-connected professionals in the media and operates with a high level of integrity, professionalism, and commitment. And these life experiences guarantee her clients the strategic connections and community partnerships which she can leverage on their behalf. With all of this in mind, here is my guest, Michelle Kaur. Michelle, are you there? I am. Thank you so much, Brian. Oh, you're welcome. I'm, thank you so much for being on Success Profiles Radio today. 
what I want to do, first of all, as I do every week with my guest, is I would love for you to start with the very beginning. How did you get started? What were you doing before you were, are doing what you're doing now? And how did that journey uh, inform your career choices? Well, I actually started, and first of all, I went to school in L.A. When I very first graduated high school, I always loved graphic arts. And after an intensive year of graphic art, I realized I needed to be around people, and I didn't want to sit at a drafting table. Because this was, of course, before Photoshop. Um, So I transferred to ASU. I went to uh, Walter Cronkite, broadcast journalism. And I, most of my focus at that time was, was film and television because I truly loved the visual art. So the year before I graduated, as well as the five, six following, I was actually in sports television, so hence my crazy resume there. And yes. growing up in Alaska with my mom, I had to tell you, I was a little sports challenge because Aside of the Iditarod and the Great Alaska Shootout, I can't say that I was really plugged into the sporting world in the, quote, lower 48. So it was, it was interesting and very fun. And it's, it's very hard. I mean, it's very, you know, male, obviously. And mm-hmm. I got tired of banging my head up against the wall. And I kept putting my resume out there back when Monster was big. And I was getting mm-hmm. hits from this radio station. And I thought, are they, you know crazy because my whole background is sports TV. What do I, I don't know anything about radio. It's a completely different medium. But, you know, they kept calling me and I decided to check it out. And in a very short period of time, I absolutely loved it because, as you know, there's no physical commitment in radio. And at the time, radio was a lot less visual medium than it is now. It's pre-Facebook, mm-hmm. pre-kind of the internet in ways. I mean, we don't, we weren't using it in 2000 like we are now. Mm-hmm. And after about six months of producing shows, because that's one of the main things I still do, I launched my own program. And so that was actually five shows ago and, um, you know, 12 years later, and I'm, I'm still here. And I love radio because I, I also believe it's somewhat of a spiritual medium and that radio waves literally go on forever. So much like your show and what you're mm-hmm. doing to help wow, that's you know, promote, individuals, <laughs> to promote hmm. individuals and entrepreneurs, I mean, you know, whether it's the Internet or broadcast, you know, terrestrial radio, those intentions are viral. You know, they go out forever. Mm, absolutely. Um, so this is something that you've wanted to do, be a media personality, you know, for quite a while, and you went ahead and fulfilled that. Um, is, there, is there a favorite experience that you've had in media? Oh, my gosh, probably a few. I can't say, though, my, my original goal was to be a radio personality. It's mm-hmm. really never been about that. And when I'm doing my show, similar to yours, I'm really everybody else's cheerleader. I'm not really promoting me. It's not about me. I don't have any ego about it. I use my program as a tool to catapult others into the public eye, to help their message be seen and heard, mm-hmm. to share information. And for me... Radio, television, uh, you know, print, the Internet, mass media, even social media. It's just a way to have, you know, to influence people locally, nationally, and globally with relatively little effort. I'm not Mm. saying you don't work hard to put a show together, but if you had to, you know, if I had to gather my 5,000 Facebook friends into one meeting, that'd be pretty tough to do. Right. You know, versus just putting out a post. So it's the opportunity to influence and hopefully 
give people the information they need to make positive change in their life. You know, if whatever you're doing is not working, maybe you want to try something different. Yeah. And I, I love that you said that because that's one of the reasons why I have my show too is because I not only want to educate and inspire people, but I want to give other people a platform to promote what they're doing. And I let them do that at some point during every single show. And, and I think there is a very spiritual component to that. I'm glad that you said that. that. Thank you. Uh, so you did spend some time in, in – yes, you bet. You did spend some time in sports television. Were there other – I mean, you, you were on uh, NBC's Unsolved Mysteries. How did that come to you? <laughs> oh, my God. That was really funny, actually. So – um, what I left out was that I also dated and was engaged to someone for six years that played Major League Baseball. So I, I ended up learning more about baseball and certain sports than I ever wanted to. And my old neighbor actually worked at the Phoenix Suns. And he, he called me one day and uh, said, well, wait, let me switch gears here. I had actually moved to California for a while, and all the contacts that I knew in sports television – in L.A., when they put you to work, they want you to work for free as an intern. And as much as I'd love to live and work for free in L.A., that doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. So when I had exhausted all my sports um, contacts, essentially, you know, everyone that I'd worked with over the years. In fact, I was listening to the Olympics, and Paul Sunderland was, like, you know, doing the play-by-play, I think, for volleyball. And I was like, I used to work Pac-10 football with him. But um, nothing was working out for me, and kind of as a joke, because my friends thought I was the biggest nerd. I mean, my friends in college and after college, my roommates would be like, oh, my God, why are you watching Unsolved Mysteries? I'm like, I am screening your dates, because half the time, at least one or two of the stories happened in Phoenix, or somebody lived in Phoenix, or the tip came (laughs) from Phoenix. So when nothing was working out, I called NBC just kind of out of the blue and said, I want to work for Unsolved Mysteries. They said, well, we don't produce that show. How's it grows your does, you know, call them. So mm. I called them, submitted my resume. It happened to be like all men. And they're like, why do you want to work here with the sports background? I was like, I love this show. It's great. It's creating justice in the world. They're solving mm-hmm. mysteries from like 20 and 30 years ago. So it was, you know, it was so awesome. I actually worked on the host shoot. So when you used to see Robert mm. Stack speaking, you know, there were several mm. different crews, but, there's like 30 men and me on that crew. And so it was just something, you know, that I had a passion about and followed up. It was the only actual, like, network television I ever worked that was outside mm. of the sports arena. So what was your function on that show? Were you uh, a, an on-air personality or behind the scenes? Oh, gosh, no. Uh-uh. I was Well, and there was times that I was probably an extra, absolutely, and I have footage of that somewhere. Um but no, I was, you know, production assistant and whatever, you know, I probably helped with craft service and got everything aligned. And I used to drive the script to Robert's house every Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, mm-hmm. more support staff than anything. Yeah. At the so, time I got there, they'd already been on, you know, nine, ten years and were going into syndication. And there wasn't really anywhere to move up. But I just wanted to get mm-hmm. my foot in the door. Absolutely. And then, since there wasn't anywhere to move, I ended up moving back to Phoenix, but... Wow. Okay, we've got just about a minute or so left before this uh, first uh, break comes up. So based on what you've said, is it fair to say that sometimes passion is a lot more important than experience? Um, Passion is everything. And I know we're going to talk about branding later. And the way in which I do our branding is really based on your core passions, your core values, and your path and purpose. And I think when all of us are on path and purpose, we're blissfully happy. Hmm. 
That's that's great, and and that is so important. I mean, you have to be true to who you are and true to the direction that you are committed to pursuing. Uh, we are coming up against our our break here real shortly. Uh, we are talking with Michelle Cor, and she is an expert in branding. We'll be talking about that in the next segment. We've been talking about her experience in radio and television, and the vast myriad of experiences that she's had, and also her time with NBC's Unsolved Mysteries. That is so cool that you got on a network TV show. Oh, Joe, like that. I think that is absolutely amazing. One, yeah, absolutely. Okay, we are coming right up against the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please don't go away. This is going to be a very, very exciting show. Please stay with us. Be right back. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. The IRS can and will track your income. Can you? It's time to bulletproof your taxes. Yes, bulletproof your taxes with host Nellie Williams, Fridays at 1 Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. As a business owner, you know that tax deductions can lower your tax liability, but deciding which expenses are deductible and how to claim them can be confusing, frustrating, and ultimately costly when you're wrong. Former IRS audit supervisor Nellie Williams will help you learn what is deductible and when to take that deduction to avoid raising IRS red flags. She'll teach you how to survive an IRS audit so you don't have to pay more tax, interest, or penalties. Each week, Nellie will be here to teach us as entrepreneurs and small business owners how to pay our fair share and not a penny more. Check out her website, BulletproofYourTaxes.com. Then join us for Bulletproof Your Taxes with host Nellie Williams, Fridays at 1 Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Michelle Kaur. Very, uh, very well versed and practiced in branding. So let's talk about 
branding right now, Michelle. In your consulting business, you help businesses brand, launch, and promote their products and services and whatever else they would like to have out there. So let me ask you, first of all, what is your philosophy philosophy of what branding really means? Because a lot of people think it's just a logo or it's an image, but it's so much more than that. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I was thinking of ways that I could really explain this, and it's not my philosophy. It's actually just what is. Okay. So what happens is most people that say they do branding or, you know, media or marketing, what they're doing is they're taking their perspective of what you told them you did and, and aligning that with what you think they're saying. So let's say you told me you wanted to have a birthday party, and I just started planning a birthday, but I don't know what date. Like, I don't know your actual birthday. So it's kind of similar, but not. But not. I mean, most people are familiar with their sun sign. They go, oh, the Virgo, I'm this, I'm a that. Well, most people don't ask that question. And it's not based on your birthday, but I'm saying there's a set of core values or personalities or characteristics that go with something. So if you're born in, you know, the, the end of December, I'm not going to tell you that, you know, you're a Virgo and you're a Capricorn. It's it's not my opinion of who I think you are. It's just that's a fact. That's who mm-hmm. you are. So in true branding, and I have to clarify, I am not the branding expert. What I do is brand alignment. So being mm-hmm. in media allows us to be at the top of the totem pole. It's like I'm at the top looking down at everything because information is being shoved at me. Michelle, read this book. Mm-hmm. Go to this event. Check out this product. Well, the more information that you put in front of me, the faster I have to filter it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of that you only get one chance to make a first impression. Right. You know, we tend to judge a book by its cover because that's just how we are. So if it doesn't yeah. make an impression on me, it's probably not speaking to me or my core values. Or, right. you know, what you're doing and how you're communicating aren't aligned. So okay. what I started doing about four years ago before I put people on the air, like you're doing, to promote mm-hmm. themselves, is I started saying, let me look at the whole picture. Who are you? What are your true core values? What are you trying to communicate? What is the problem you're solving in the world? And who is your target market? So that's like step one. Step two is, is that being communicated flawlessly everywhere else? So on your website, in your business card, the way you look when you walk down the street. Because if it's not, me just doing a radio interview, you know, for 30 minutes, one time, is really not going to have a lasting impression if the things that represent you, like your web and your business card and your personal being, aren't consistent and also aligned. So it's really my partner that does the branding. What I really do is called landing and launching. And I think branding is the most misunderstood term. So the branding that we do is based on the union archetype. And psychologically, every... Every good product or service company in the world is speaking to one of these archetypes. So now, no matter how anal you are and no matter how much you like to do research, every purchase you make ultimately is made on an emotional decision. So you yeah. can research the death out of your new car you're going to buy, but when you get to the dealer, if you don't see yourself driving down on the road in it, whether it costs more or less than you thought you were going to spend, you're not going to buy that car. So it's mm. based on yeah. your what we call universal or God-given gifts, and there's a Mm -hmm. test you take that you're really saying, this is who I am. And maybe you remember that, or maybe you forgot. So when we understand your core values and how they show up in your your company and who you're trying to communicate them to, Mm -hmm. it's a very seamless process. 
So when your brand leads, customers follow. Yeah, that's interesting. And what I hear, what I think I hear you saying is you do brand realignment, basically meaning that you align the brand to who someone really is. And I think a lot of uh, companies out there may have that backwards. They think, okay, who do we want people to think we are versus who are we really? And there's a real profound uh, paradigm shift when you start thinking about it like that. Would you agree? Well, yes, both of those need to be operating together. And the fact is, if you don't have all the current clients you want, something is misaligned in your brand. Because if your brand is aligned, and you're a little bit of a fan of Bob Proctor, literally it's law of attraction for business. So you become a magnet to who you want to work with. So let me give you an example. And, again, people don't – this is hard for them. They're thinking this is metaphysical. It's not. It's actually science-based. So there's like 12 different archetypes. And once you understand an archetype of which a company is operating under, like the caregiver archetype, their motto is to like love your neighbor like you love yourself. Their products care for others. Their goal is to help others. Um, Their strategy is doing things for others. Their talent is compassion and generosity. Now you're going, I don't know, that might be me or not. Well, this is Volvo. This is Amnesty International, Campbell Soup, AT&T. This is the way in which that, their energy comes. Now, like a hero brand would be like Nike or Tag Heuer. You know, their motto is where there's a will, there's a way. You know, you can do it. Just do it. You know, their core values have to do with proving one's worth through uh, courageous acts. Um, you know, the Olympics, they're heroes. So it's... It, it's looking at who are you as a person, what's the, the underlying energy, because brand is really the feeling you leave people with, what they walk away with. Um, so if your brand and your the landing tools that you've used, uh, Facebook, website, social media, the right logo, if those aren't aligning properly, you might be miscommunicating subconsciously to to your, your target market. Mm. So you know, most people will say, oh, I've got a business idea. I need a logo and I need a website and I need a business card. And they do this in the wrong order. Because when we understand mm. the brand, then we understand the right fonts, the right colors, the right images that mm. subconsciously are also going to communicate to how you know, your customers use the brand and how they find you. How does your brand fit into their lives? Right. Does that make sense? It does. It sounds like you're saying you need to know who you are before you can define the tools that will best represent who you are. Yeah, and, you know, the the reason I'm not criticizing anyone, the reason that I can speak to this so clearly is because I've done it for myself. I've Mm -hmm. been through the branding process, and my brand promise is that I don't promote anything or anyone good product or service that I haven't utilized myself. Right. And I wouldn't have the opportunity right now to be pretty much living in Hawaii and back and forth between here and Phoenix if three years ago I didn't realign my brand. And, yes, I have far less hmm. clients than I do now, but I have much higher quality clients that pay me better, respect me, listen to me, and become brand evangelists for me. Because, ultimately, there's nothing more powerful than word of mouth. That is so amazing. It sounds like you've got that whole 80-20 rule going. 
the Pareto principle. I mean, if you're not familiar with it, you know, twenty uh, percent of your efforts will generate eighty percent of your profits. Conversely, the eighty percent that's left over only generates twenty percent of the profits, and probably most of your problems. So, was that a conscious decision on your part to scale back and and really focus more on on the people that would benefit most from your services? <laughs> Well, yes and no. I didn't take that approach. Mm-hmm. I took the approach of who am I? What are my God and universal given gifts in the world? And you asked me earlier about, you know, did I have the desire to be a radio personality? Well, you know, I'm more like Oprah. I mean, she's mm-hmm. my role model in a way, but I own my own show like you. So I've never been paid to be a personality. That would be right. dreaming, clearly. Yes. My intention is to connect people. And my natural gift, even if I'm sleeping, I'm connecting people in my head, is a magician. Uh, Tony Robbins is a magician. Oprah is a magician. Uh, I believe Martin Luther King was a magician. And what that means is uh, magicians are happiest when they're helping others or those around them transform, uh, connect to what they need to to solve a problem. So mm. if you tell me, Michelle, I need concrete... But I already know the person you should talk to. And if I don't know that person, usually within a couple of days, that person will show up for me. Because that's mm. really the natural way in which I go through the world. And I didn't realize that not everybody has that gift set. I am not right. a networker. I'm a connector. Because if I connect you to someone, it's kind of like this is the deal. Well, now my business is a ruler. Now the energy mm. of ruler is more Donald Trump, Mercedes, mm. these these are rulers. So while I have the natural ability to connect, the way in which my wealth dynamic, I get paid, is by making these strategic connections. So mm-hmm. brokering the deal, if you will. So mm-hmm. all I did was listen, go through the branding, look at the, the people and the products and the goods and the services that are operating with the same energy that mm-hmm. I am. And what I began doing was just naturally attracting the right people. I also put yeah. some processes in place, like a, a guest uh, intake form or a client intake form that tells me if somebody's curious or serious. Because I also mm. put out to the universe that I only want to work with conscious, motivated business owners. I don't right. care if you have $500 to spend or $50,000 to spend. I just want to work with people that right, are absolutely. Work helping themselves. Like, help me help you, in the words of Jerry Maguire. Exactly. We've got less than one minute left to our next break, and I want to ask you very quickly, we talked about core values. Do you find that most of the time business owners know who they are or think they know who they are and what their values are, or is that something that you help them with because it becomes necessary to help them define things more clearly? It's a mix, but what happens is most of the time either we've been doing what we've been doing so long we forgot or we're in the middle of the picture and we can't see the frame. Okay. You can be incredible at the business that you do, but you can't help yourself. We can help wow. others, but sometimes when we're right in the middle of it, we need an outside perspective. Yeah. So that's why I offer like a brand checkup. Like, let's mm. just check and make sure this is aligned. Okay. That sounds great. And we are coming up against our next break. Uh, my very special guest this week is Michelle Kaur. We are talking about brand alignment. We're talking about the archetypes and knowing who you are because that helps define who you will be in the marketplace. And I'll tell you what, this is a fascinating discussion. We will be right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us.
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in to the Travel Chick Show with Bonnie Kitohata, Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Bonnie will share with you an hour of travel ideas, experiences, adventures, and tips from her guests. Topics range from local day trips to international excursions, from organized professional vacations to spur-of-the-moment getaways. For fun or business, groups or solo, by bus, car, plane, train, boat, bike, hike, or horse, you'll also hear about travel-related subjects like cultures, travel photography, keepsakes, and more. Whether you love to travel yourself or you enjoy seeing the world vicariously through others, join us and enjoy travel stories from around the U.S. and around the world. For more information on The Travel Chick Show, check out Bonnie's website, thetravelchick.com. Then join us for the show, The Travel Chick Show, live Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time with your host, Bonnie Kitohara, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millat, at 11, 10 Central on Togginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millett on toginet.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Welcome back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Michelle Kaur. We've been talking about brand realignment and promoting and launching. Uh, is there any th- final thought you want to uh, wrap up this topic with? Because I want to ask you about what it's like to work with Bob Proctor from The Secret, because you've mentioned that before, and I mentioned that in the bio. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, I, I just think it's important that people consider a brand checkup. I'm not saying they have to come to me. I don't know where else you'd really do that because I don't know anyone that works like my um, company does or with my strategic partners. And people say, well, how much does that cost to work with you? And the way in which we work, we say, I don't know because I don't know what you need. I'm not going to sell you anything that's inappropriate for what you're trying to do. And what happens is most vendors sh- send tell you what they have versus what you need. It's all based on who are you, what do we need to communicate who you are, how do we do that, and then how do we take it viral. So, you know, like I said, I'm happy to help anyone that would like to learn more about that. And, you know, I don't, I have to say, don't exactly work hand-in-hand with Bob Proctor. I would love to. Mm-hmm. But I am very fortunate that for the seventh time in a row now, he does this twice a year, so I guess this is going on my fourth year, 
with Bob that he has um, the Bob Proctor Matrix, which is like an intensive week that people spend with Bob. They come from all over the world, and they really learn about not just law of attraction, but, you know, who they are, the role of the subconscious and conscious, um, kind of taking you from, you know, maybe perhaps you're making thirty or 50000 a year, and that's probably a subconscious mindset that you're not making thirty or 50000 a month. Mm. So people tend to go there either wow. very clear on who they are and what they want to create, and they want to take that to the next level, a lot of people go and they just go to experience it just to see. And a lot of people that go think they're going for one reason, and then they have these huge breakthroughs and epiphanies that kind of really, again, realigns them with their core values, their path, their purpose, and they completely change direction. And what is so fun being in that environment, because you, you seem to understand law of attraction, is the energy, the vibrational frequency is like everyone is on, like, cloud nine. Their feet are not touching the ground. They think they can fly when they leave that forum. And they're very conscious and they're very motivated to do whatever it takes for their dreams, their passion, their goals, their business. I have to tell you, I am so spoiled to work with the members that come out of the Bob Proctor Matrix. So he spends four or five intense days with Bob. And then he brings in a panel of experts. So... My partner, um, Laylee McKinley, who happens to do the, the true branding, she's the architect. I'm mm. more the general contractor. I do mm -hmm. the brand alignment strategy. I'm a media strategist and, as you know, a radio personality. And then there's other experts that do web or that do social media or that do, uh, you know, corporate identity or, mm -hmm. um, you know, business planning. So it's, it's kind of like a little mini media company, if you will. Sure. So we go and we have the opportunity to speak and work with people from around the country, around the world. So I'm honored to be a part of that. And That's awesome. And Bob's energy because everything is possible. Yeah, that is definitely a one-in-a-lifetime experience, I'm sure. Um, let's switch gears a little bit. You have a radio show. Uh, tell us about that and what is it, what is it that your show does and, and when can we hear it? Well, like I defined to you before, um, I, I would consider you and I launching experts. The process is branding, landing, launching. Once mm -hmm. someone is aligned, we can help take their message viral, whether it's the Internet, AM, FM, social media. You only get one chance to make a first impression, but if we can put you in front of, like, your friend's 42,000 Twitter followers, mm -hmm. well, we would hope that your website and everything else that you've done is aligned because... I really love helping people get their message out and mm -hmm. have a voice. Because anybody can do an ad, but not everybody's going to give you 15 minutes or an hour like you've given me here, you know, to really share my message, to, um, you know, affect others and inspire them. Because mm -hmm. people want to learn, and when we can do that in the form of a conversation and they get to mm -hmm. hear something that's a great value to them, they mm -hmm. retain it. We're kind okay. of in an over-information age, and information was valuable when it was limited. Now there's so much information, mm -hmm. we're kind of on overload. We kind of even just shut down even if someone's trying to tell us something positive. Yeah. So I use my show to, to highlight, like you do, other experts in the areas of, I'd say, finance to romance, mainstream to metaphysical. So mm -hmm. I take things in, in health, wealth, love, and life. 
that people have to, you know, face on a daily basis or once in a while, like maybe you're short selling your house, what do you need to know? And yeah. educate in a very soft manner, just saying this is not a self-help show, it's help yourself. But I've found the best people I can that operate with the highest degree of values, morals, integrity. I believe they would help you, mm-hmm. you know, achieve what you're trying to accomplish and this is a safe place to go to get information. So that's how I utilize my show. Great. Do you have any favorite topics or favorite interviews that you've had on your program? Are there there some moments that have stood out to you? You know, there really have. And I I have to say that one of the most memorable moments on my show had nothing to do with anyone famous because I've interviewed a very large portion of Oprah's guests, of Howard Stern's, of of, um, you know, Larry King, um, athletes, you know, you name it, entertainers. But one of my favorite interviews was actually a doctor in Mesa who basically, he's, you can't say he's cured, but he's had unbelievable results in eradicating cancer, or so it appears. You know, people that had three weeks to live were, you know, doing mini marathons type things. And this was mainly through, you know, vegetarian, raw, vegan diet, et cetera, et cetera. And he was talking about the protein myth where, you know, when your life is most delicate and hanging in the balance is when you're a baby. And a mother's Mm. milk only has like 3 to 9% or 6% protein. So right before Mm -hmm. we were going into break, he's like, if you think you need protein, grab a mat rat and milk it. (laughs) Rat's milk has like... 50% 50% protein, and I was like, you know, in, you know, 10 years, no one's ever said, grab a rat and milk it, or squeeze a rat and milk it, so, uh, you know, again, not the most famous, but clearly one of the most memorable interviews I've ever had. That's that's awesome, yeah, sometimes some pretty crazy and unexpected things happen, and with that in mind, we do have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Is this Andrew? It is. It is me, Brian. Thank you for having me on today. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. That. Okay, so you bet. my question, Michelle, I have a few questions for you. First question I had, Michelle, and I don't know if you went over this because I literally just got on just like two seconds ago. So my first question is, how do you feel or how that you when you try to explain exactly what you do and they don't understand that that actually costs something? <laughs> Well, you know how do I feel about it? Yeah, like like you like you. Um, I know you have your show and you do branding and things of that nature. But like, let's say you have somebody that was interested in your service, so you explain exactly what you do, or you connect that person who they need to be connected with, and they don't and they don't realize that you have to actually get paid for what you do. Like it's a business. Well, it's on the radio side, Andrew, it's kind of a, a catch-22 or a double-edged sword. It's actually a great compliment that they don't think they have to pay me, only in that they believe I'm a network program. Often what they refer to as brokered programming or people like Brian and I that own our own show, they just think, oh, you bought the time and did a show. They don't realize, you know, I have a degree from Walter Cronkite and no, I just choose to control the information on my show. But since it's not an infomercial for me, they assume I'm a network program and I'm getting paid, so therefore my guest appearances are free. So it is a little awkward to have to explain, like, well, if I'm helping you put you in front of the four-point potential million listeners on Voice America, 
and the 40,000 quarter hour average listeners on KWSS, then that has a fee involved. But like I was telling Brian, I have an intake process now which tells me if somebody's curious or serious so that I'm not wasting time. And I don't know of anything, too many things in this world that come for free except the sunshine. But but in in retrospect, Michelle, you have in the past done a lot of things that you should have got paid for that you didn't, right or wrong. Absolutely. And now I've learned to value myself and my time more. And it was, you know, a huge learning curve because, like Brian and I were talking, I love creating magic for people. I'm just very, you and I are very similar. In fact, you're probably a magician. You love connecting people just because it gives you a high and you love seeing people achieve what, they're, what they've set out to do. Or if you have the solution, you like opening that door. But, Andrew, not everybody has that gift set, and that's valuable. And it seems weird that sometimes and uncomfortable to say, you know, if you want to meet this person, I get paid to make that happen. I get paid to open that door for you because you can try and open it yourself, but you probably won't have any left. So it's up to you. And now I've... Well, it's, you know, in the same token, that's what happens on Brian's show. You know, Brian, you know, to be on his show, it might not cost anything, but for him, he promotes it. He goes through Twitter, the whole nine yards. People don't realize what Brian does to even prepare for the show. I mean, it's a big process, and he just doesn't have anybody on. You have to really, you have to either have been successful or on the way to success for Brian to even interview you. And a lot of people think, oh, I can just be on Brian's show. No, you can't just be on Brian's show because Brian's looking for the best of the best. That's why you're on the show today, because I feel that you're one of the best of the best, if not the best of the best, in Arizona, if not the world, in what you do, Michelle. Now, the only other thing I have to say is, how come I wasn't your favorite guest ever? I'm sorry, what was that? How come we, I we got less less than a minute left to our ever? break. You you will be my one of my favorite guests. I will be. All right, great. Well, thanks, Brian, for your time. Thank you, Michelle, for answering my questions. Have a great day, guys. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Okay, so uh, we've got less than a minute left. Um, Let's talk, uh, 30 seconds left. Let's talk, just just very briefly tell us, how can we hear your show and when does it air? Um, Saturdays from 10 to 12, and that's uh, currently Pacific time, uh, California time. And it airs on voiceamerica.com, which is the world's largest Internet radio network, as well as KWSS 106.7. There you go, and we are up against the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us for our last segment. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. And we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Kirk Deswalt. And learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. 
Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the rock star marketing boot camps, check out the website, CraigDoeswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people can be you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Doeswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tuggynet.com. In today's business world, you have to be LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it's a great tool. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Carol is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. In each show, the LinkedIn Lady will have a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and, of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show with your host, Carol McManus, every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And once again, we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. This is our final segment, and my very special guest this week is Michelle Kaur. And we're talking about branding alignment and uh, uh, how, how one can get themselves out there with some professional advice and some professional help. Michelle, you talked about your intake form, which is on your website. Someone can go onto your website, which is www.michellecore.com. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And, and on the right-hand side, it says forms. And if you hover over forms, it says client intake. Client intake form. So if someone fills that out... What kind of information do you glean from that? What can a client expect to learn about themselves after having filled that out? Well, um, I don't know exactly what to learn about themselves, but what I will do is educate them on the process. Again, I can't take credit for being the branding architect. I'm more the general contractor, but because I see so much information, I can usually, just like I was telling your caller, Andrew, say, I think you're this. I, I believe you're operating under this, which means this and this are appropriate for you. Without really having her look at it, I don't know. But when okay. they understand branding, landing, and launching, and I put it in those house terms, of if the architect gives me the plan and I hire you know, or work with your team to you know, get the plumbing, get the electrician, get the drywall in seamlessly, then everything's going to flow. And what happens is most business owners do that out of sequence. And then for me, it's very important that the business owner is saving time and saving money by having a seamless strategy, by knowing what is the appropriate landing and launching tools for them, as well as the sequence in which they have to happen. Okay. 
Sounds fantastic. So let's switch gears and talk about your charitable work. This is something that's very important to a lot of the people who I have on my show, which suggests that giving back is really a very important component in success. Not necessarily giving just to get because that's called a trade, but giving to put that energy out to the universe so that great things can happen in return. Am I about right about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always say, you know, I talk about the aspects of my show being like a car, you know, and you have to have four tires to be operating properly, you know. Um, um, life, you know, uh, um, health, wealth, love, and life. And then your spare tire is community. You should always have a spare tire. You should always make sure that tire is full and be giving back to that tire because you don't know when you're going to have to utilize that same tire. So mm. also... We're in a new environment. So even if somebody has a very successful business, people are buying differently now. You know, if you were successful in the past, the same things might not be working today because people will spend more money for something that has a charitable element to it or is giving back or is green because, again, it speaks to their core values and the core values of that company. So money isn't always the, the, the issue. Mm-hmm. So we're finding even more in brands when you pick up a bottle of smart water saying, saying you know, hey, five cents for all of this goes back to such and such, that, you know, weaving your professional, your personal, and the charitable aspects, what's important to you, whether it's being green or giving back to, uh, you know, a homeless shelter or creating awareness for something, it's huge. People are looking at not just a product or service, but what else that company is doing in, in the community, locally or nationally. Okay. So what are some of the causes and charities that you have supported and or created? Um, well, I created Chicks for Change, which I have to say was a nonprofit only because I never made a dime. But mm-hmm. my intention was to, uh, that would be no profit, but my intention was to create awareness for, I started off raising money for the, the Stroke Association because my girlfriend had had a stroke, and so she was my inspiration. She had a stroke at 21, and um, we began fundraising, and for the first three years, we were the top national fundraisers in the U.S. for stroke. Then she moved, and I learned about child health, which happens to be right there in Arizona, and, um, you know, although a global uh, or at least national organization doing a tremendous amount of good, and I began raising money for them for one season, and these were all three marathon programs of all things. So in addition to wow. raising awareness, they're also raising our blood pressure, I think. And uh, right. I raised for a year and was a top national fundraiser for them for one season, and mm. um, also Team for Kids, which is the New York uh, Roadrunners Marathon. And then the last year that I was really working more focused on Chicks for Change was helping, because, again, we have to adapt to what the community is asking for. And it was wonderful raising for huge national organizations that are, are global or affect people no matter where you are in the world. But people still want to give. They still want to give back. But really now more than ever, they want to see where that money is going. They want it to be in their own community, staying there at home, or they want to know that that $5 or $25 or 5000 that they gave you went to where you said it was going. They like yeah. to see it in action. And so instead of the last two years, instead of doing large national, I would pick a different charity locally every month, I mean, from pets to kids to 
include the Kid Star Radio Network, which uh, you can interview on there one day, which okay. is now Voice America Kids. But, you know, going back to different things that people could be passionate about. So I love creating, um, again, strategic partners and strategic relationships for those charities that uh, really help that then build stronger foundations or attract more people, whether it's volunteers or donations or just, again, people like yourself that create awareness. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I think that's great. 20, she, was, she had a stroke at 21? Yes. Well, you know, that was one of my favorite things about promoting stroke is that stroke is no longer your grandparents' disease. Eight-year-olds are having strokes, but they're not... You know, they go to the hospital, they're not looking for strokes. They don't expect it in eight-year-olds. But right. our stress levels are so elevated. We, you know, we're, our diet, we're not eating right, we're not exercising right. And unless you're a hypochondriac, the warning signs for stroke are quite subtle. So, mm. you know, you, your arm's kind of, you know, numb. You probably think maybe you slept on it wrong or, yeah. you know, you get up and you feel a little faint. Maybe you're thinking you didn't drink enough water. And that can be true. But these are all the subtle warning signs often of stroke. If they repeat, be aware, you know, have yourself checked out. Yeah, absolutely. That is such a great point. Let's switch gears because we'll be ending our show here shortly. I want to ask what is probably my favorite question that I ask any guest that I ever have. I want to know who who inspires you and who motivates you. You know, I have to say, I hate being so cliche, but, you know, of course, Oprah, and I can't even say that I've watched a ton of her programs, but just who she is and how she got to where she's doing and what she does has always been an inspiration for me. Um, also, Erin Brockovich, I I love what she's done in the past, and I aspire to do similar things. I mean, probably not on that level, but just, you know, standing up for, for the little guy and letting them be heard or seen. I think, though, that I'm most inspired by a lot of my clients and the people like you that are living and breathing their passion at any cost, whether they're making money, whether they're not, they just believe it will happen, it will be, believe it will come, because when I'm working with a client that is conscious and they're motivated and they're passionate about what they're doing, that continues to inspire me, and I want to help them. I Mm. tend to give them a lot more than they pay me for, because they're listening to me. And then right. they're seeing the results, and then that's motivating them. And then yeah. they're excited. So uh, those are the – I'm inspired by you getting what you want and mm. you being able to live your dreams and your passions. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I can tell you from a coaching perspective, it's a lot more fun to work with someone who really, really wants your help than it is to work with someone who you have to – pull their teeth and tug on the leash a lot. That's not a fun yeah, relationship. I don't do that anymore. No. no. No, and you reach a point where you're no longer willing to put up with that. I mean, at first you might think, well, gosh, you know, I kind of need the money, and that's the wrong reason to be doing it in the first place. I mean, if you're going to be coaching someone or running a business, I mean, yeah, you need it to, to put food on your table and pay your bills, but ultimately there's a much higher purpose for all of that. I mean, would you say that I'm- it's true that if you do what you love, the money will come? It absolutely is, Brian, and, I, and you have to be willing to say no. And that is probably, there were times, just like you said, where, you know, I had people that wanted to give me two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 that were ready to hire me for something, and I really looked at them and said, if I take this, I'm telling the universe, 
but I'm willing to accept it because I knew they were going to drain the absolute life out of me. So mm-hmm. when I shifted from going to my branding and coming out the other side, I turned things away that I was not in a position to, but I said, I want the universe to know that I'm only working with conscious, motivated people that have good products and services that are helping, you know, either locally, nationally, or globally, the planet, and they operate with some form of, I don't want to say morals, because morals can change from culture to culture, but values and integrity and accountability. That's what they do and what they say match, and that is the biggest part of your brand, doing what you say you're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. your talk. That's awesome. So let me ask you, how do we get a hold of you, and how does someone work with you if they want to work with you, Michelle? You know, the, again, the absolute best way, thank you for allowing me to promote my website, is michellecore.com. If you look for the forms on the right-hand side and fill out the client intake, that will provide me with all your information. I'll get back to you within 72 hours. Might be a little more than that because my computer died yesterday, but I will right. be sure to get back to you as soon as I'm online fully. Right. And then I'll and, schedule a complimentary oh, consultation. Okay. And I wanted to mention that, Michelle, your last name is spelled C-O-R-R, not C-O-R-E in case yeah. people are looking for it. want to make sure we get your name correct, and we are just about to the end of the show. Uh, this show will be uh, available on podcast probably within about an hour upon the completion of the show. It'll be available on my website, www.successprofilesradio.com, in the upper right-hand corner where you can hear every show that I've done so far. It'll also be available for a free download on iTunes probably within a couple of hours after the completion of the show. You can also download and subscribe for free. And we are at the end of our show. Please join us next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another rousing, wonderful, and fun episode of Success Profiles Radio. Please come back next Monday at 6 Eastern. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, we'll